0: Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy your podcast. But remember, our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org.
1: Okay, so it's February now, and then um, our second podcast of the fourth no. Fourth. Fourth season, yep. mm-hmm. my god, we've done this way more than I thought. We're averaging like a hundred something listens per podcast. That's awesome, it's incredible. It's yeah, it's been a little, a little bit different with other people out. Um, yeah, I was out and then you were out the last time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a full crew, yeah, everybody's here crew. now. Yeah, it, it is of mm-hmm. season four. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's going great. We got a guy uh, who was in yesterday. And um, he was like, man, I'm caught up. I'm almost caught up. And he's on the the Tick episode. <laughs> and um, Yeah, what do you say? I'm binge he, listening he to your it. podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I'd ever yeah. I'd ever yeah. live yeah. to hear that. That's, That's right. He's like, <laughs> someone, because you guys don't that that talk much. about bones at all. I'm like, no, we generally don't because, um, you know, bones are awesome. But the purpose of our practice is to help families get healthy. And so the podcast is just an extension of, of that. And so... Um, Anyway, it's just it's really great to hear all this positive feedback. I'm really excited about it. So uh, we have, in true to that form, another special guest. we've been looking for her for about a year, right, Kim? Yes. And so um, long time ago, I was <clears throat> driving somewhere, I was doing something. Kim and I always talk about Quiver River State Park, the best state park on planet Earth. And um, I saw a bunch of kids uh, running around in the creek up there, which is just wonderful. That's where kids belong. But these kids had like plastic bags and they had um, like some sticks and they were picking up trash. And I was like, holy cow, look at the stewardship. And so I investigated and it turns out they were from a project called Operation Clean Stream. And ever since then, this was probably two years ago, maybe, I don't know. And ever since then, I've been like, Kimberly, track down the nefarious mastermind who is doing this (laughs) and finding a way to get kids into creeks. And uh, we have to interview him or her, and Kim has finally netted her. And so she is here with us today, and, and it's uh, Bonnie Harper is her name. She's, so she's the executive director of a bunch of stuff, and we're going to talk about all of that, not just CleanStream. So 2019, she became the executive director for Open Space Council. And so we'll get back to exactly what that is, but she was born and raised. She's a South St. South Louis County girl, which means you went to, what, Fox?
0: No, I was in the Melville School District. Melville, um, okay. But I actually went to Nearing's Hall Nearing's Hall, okay, cool.
1: We're required to ask you. Oh,
0: of course, the St. Louis
1: thing. I know, people will get mad at us if uh, we've been yelled (laughs) at about it before, so. Okay, so 06, she gets a BA from Loyola in, in Chicago, majoring in environmental studies, that's nice. Studies abroad in New Zealand, falls in love with the country and decided to earn her master's in environmental legal studies from the University of Auckland, New Zealand. That's just fantastic. It's like a Hallmark movie starting right now. It is. That's a background. Okay, so then she meets her husband, and then she she is in New Zealand for 10 years. She's an environmental planner and policy advisor for the regional government agencies. That is the coolest thing. And so her specialization, working with local communities on watershed planning and biodiversity, conservation, and restoration plans. That just pumps me up. Every word in that sentence is something I like to talk about. You know, that's just, that's really cool. Good for you. And so now she's back in St. Louis. And um, she is the, uh, the executive director for the Open Space Council. So first of all, thank you for subjecting yourself to this. You know, this is our one of our spring podcasts. And uh, we just want to have people have all the information they need to go out and make a difference in their forests and creeks this summer. As a family... You know, and it dovetails really nicely with physical activity and being outside, which are just more and more and more important. Every single time a study comes out, it talks about vitamin D production or vitamin D shortage. We talk about physical activity outside. It's a really big deal. So anyway, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: okay, so did I get all that right? Is that all right?
0: But that is all correct. All yes, right. that's a little bit of my life story. <laughs> that's right. So all
1: right. So you play sports?
0: Um the currently? hmm No. Oh.
1: Okay. Would you play at Nearing's? Did you do?
0: <laughs> no. I was actually more like the theater drama yeah. Um, type. Yeah? Very cool. So I did. Very cool. So was I. Oh, were you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Drama
1: mostly. All right. Well, that's we'll see. That's, oh, right. that's that... <laughs> I did, I'm sorry. Yes. They were
0: just <laughs> <laughs> I did um, most of the high school musicals at Nearing's and at Slough High. Um, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. And then
1: um, what's your favorite musical?
0: Oh, gosh. 42nd Street. Oh, okay. Wow. That's
1: one of Dr. Fig's favorites. It is. He's a big musical guy.
0: I'm a tap dancer. Oh, no, That's nice. actually no what way! I currently, That's currently nice still do. Yeah, yeah. Which is. Nobody That's really funny. knows that about me. <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: We've had many, many, many. A discovery. Yeah. Many, <laughs> we've had a ton of dancers through our facility through the years. I'm sure. And uh, because of the significant injuries, especially with tap, um, just being up on point, uh, keeping up, just tremendous. Um, it can. It can hurt the butt. There's no other way to say it, you know, especially the lower back. It can back hurt the, the butt? The butt and the low spine. Can okay. we ever tap dance? The glutes. No. Are you serious? No. You haven't contacted our dance troupe yeah. here at the office? We've um, got enough patients here that do it. We could have a troupe. Shuffle <laughs> off to Buffalo? Yeah. Is that a no, that's I haven't. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's old school. Yeah. He even knows the beat. Fantastic. There is
0: a step called the Buffalo. Mm. <laughs> a tap step. Cool.
1: Hmm? we're blowing your mind aren't we there's really it's nothing so we have to get a kickball that's because we we have so many patients and for so long that we've had somebody that does everything and they always oh, I talk can believe about it, it. So <laughs> when we're rehabbing people it's it's easy for us it's it's essential for us to uh find out what it is that they're doing that's hurting them and so for tap dancers it's super fun it's only a matter of time for they're busting it out on the, out there for everybody to watch so it's pretty good Pretty good. It's almost as entertaining as when we have somebody who hurt themselves doing animal balloons. And we make them... Oh, yeah. You're going to stand here and inflate balloons all day for these little kids. That was a really good day.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, I think we should talk about the Open Space Council a little bit. Sure. So, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, And we have been around since 1965. So, a pretty kind of long-lasting, you know, pretty... Pretty well-founded, I guess, environmental conservation organization. So we originally founded um, as the Open Space Foundation. Okay. And that was to do fundraising efforts to help start to conserve open space in the region, um, to try to protect it from development and all of the sort of mm-hmm. urban sprawl that was happening. Right in um, St. Louis. Yeah, and in, in the St. Louis area in the '60s. So um, we would work to, like I said, raise funds to purchase private lands, and then we would usually end up turning that land over to um, a parks department mm-hmm. and getting that space protected as a park. So That's awesome. um, we worked with, you know, Missouri State Parks, Missouri Department of Conservation, municipalities, um, St. Louis County quite a bit, and creating lots of parks around the St. Louis area.
1: That's awesome. So. Which one can you name any specifically that you know? Like, and you may not, like the it's first one or something. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. The first one that we worked on was Bee Tree County Park, which is a St. Louis County park in South St. Louis County, huh. um, across the street from where I was born, which is oh, kind of ironic. Yeah. Oh, that's kind <laughs> of cool. That's cool. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, so um, <clears throat> that was, I, so, yeah, I think it's kind of funny that I ended up where I've ended up. Yeah, um, that's really Because that was one. kind of like my stomping grounds when I was a kid. Mm. But then some more, I guess, maybe really, really well-known parks around the area, Castlewood State Park. No uh, way. Yeah. That's what,
1: that's a, for people going to Logan, that's the chiropractic school over there, mm-hmm. Castlewood's where you hang out. Yeah. You know, because um, for some weird reason, chiropractors like to climb rocks and ride their bikes. It's just endemic in our community, and Castlewood is just an awesome yeah. place. I knew some guys who got lost over there. Straight up? Riding their one back. guy got killed over there a couple of years ago. Cliff? <laughs> no, a train. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember that. It's like the secret train. Yeah. So be careful when you go there. Yeah, but it's still a great park. Yeah. But be careful. And the river. Be careful. Yeah, there's a river.
0: And then um, I guess more recently, um, it's more about kind of adding on to existing parks because what we're in today, you know, there's not a lot of open space land left. You're right. So we've been helping to kind of expand existing parks where we can. So just this past summer... We were lucky enough to help um, add on 156 acres to Greensfelder Park. Jeez. Um, which is a St. Louis wow. County park on the edge of St. 150 acres Louis county. in the city. Yeah. That's it's ridiculous. Near, uh, it's near, uh, it's in Eureka. Um, it is sort of, it is sort of near Rockwood, but um, it's just kind of up behind Six Flags. Behind Six Flags, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, yeah.
1: Um, do you know who Gork is? Yes. Okay. Yes. We have a bunch of their guys here that are patients of ours. They're always talking about the work that we've done <clears throat> at, uh. At Greensfelder, yeah, he was just yeah. Talking about yeah. It, yeah, and uh, at Klondike, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's cool. Those kind of dovetail really nicely together because it really drives participation,
0: yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's why we do a lot of this open space acquisition is to really give people more opportunities for outdoor recreation that's to get yeah, out yeah. there and hike and um, enjoy nature and wildlife. That's cool, um, that's a big part of what we do, and also just for the environmental protection that goes along with it, making sure that there's enough quality habitat to sustain our wildlife populations that's it and if they
1: don't if they don't know bluebirds or raccoons or or possums, and they don't see possums if it's not in their mind then no one's going to be interested in protecting it
0: exactly and that's
1: the biggest deal is that the not that people hate animals but they're completely oblivious to what is going on that land is just getting ground up and so that's another super cool aspect of what you're doing it gives them some ownership of like like This is your state park. This is where you belong. These are the animals that live here. So it really gets them invested in protecting it. That's cool.
0: And then, well, just kind of building on your point there. um, So like I said, we started off as sort of this land conservation organization, and then that's still a huge part of what we do. Um, We're still like doing that currently, but we started adding some more programming um, such as Operation Clean Stream right. and other stewardship programs to to get people out to these areas that we want to protect, to enjoy them, but also to help them, to help mm-hmm. steward them, because especially these natural areas in an urban environment, they can't, they're not just going to sustain themselves. You're because right. There's a whole lot of pressures now on them that humans have helped introduce. Right. Um, and and so we've now... taken
1: away some of that resiliency. Exactly. You know? So
0: they're under threat from invasive species, from all the trash and pollution. That
1: honeysuckle, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get that stuff, I swear.
0: So we're yeah. trying to get people out there to help take care of these places so that they are around um, for our future generations. I love
1: it. Do you um have you talked to the we had the Saint Charles County Parks manager on last I guess last year now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got a couple programs going on like that too. I don't know if you have any chance to interact with him. He's awesome.
0: Not yet, and, but yeah. I would definitely love to. He's
1: a really we'll have to put you, we'll Kim set put that you up. in touch with him. He's we'll set really, it up. No we'll set it up for you.
0: <laughs> No We've
1: got we got people now. We do. We got we people have MDC. All. We do. We got everybody, and I just love it so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what well, you know. What would be cool is if we had uh, everybody. That we, you know, <laughs> know, if we have Bonnie's team, our best friend, the tick doctor, mm-hmm. the the bear, the bear, the bear uh, MDC. Yeah, the Missouri Department of Conservation and St. Charles County Parks, all in this massive project. God, to would be so cool. I don't know what it would be, but it would be so cool. It'd be like (laughs) taking ticks off of hibernating bears in St. Charles County. And then, I don't know. I'll I'll put it together. I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) Uh, I've got some exciting plans for you, Miss Bonnie. Okay. Tell me. Okay. I want to talk to you about Clean Stream, And I know there's a bit more to cover all the rest of the stuff, too, because it's all super important. But what endeared me to your project was seeing all these little people running around the creek cleaning it so they could catch crayfish later. And I just love it. I just love it. So can you talk to us a little bit about it?
0: Yeah, so that's, actually, that's one of our longest volunteer programs that's been going since the 60s. And, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And um, so it started out on the Merrimack River oh, Watershed. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. That is the river. Um, It's a great river for... Uh, canoeing, kind kayaking, floating, swimming, fishing—all those fun things um, that all kids and all families really should be doing. Um, it's so close to the St. Louis area; it is. Um, it's just a jewel, really. It super is. Uh, but it, always, it hasn't always been like that. So in the '60s, there was—you know—there was some people building clubhouses along the river, and those were subject to flooding all the time, right. and. There was a lot of like riverbank erosion going on in the watershed, and so there were a lot of tires used to help try to hold mm-hmm. the banks of the river in place, mm-hmm. and a lot of even car bodies and car parts were used.
1: Perfect. So so good. Hardly any <laughs> hardly any environmental risk there. Good. Right. Good. Let's get those microplastics uh, in there as fast <laughs> as we can.
0: So uh, yeah, a, a group of volunteers um, came together to start trying to clean up the rivers to try to make it. You know, more enjoyable for families and and um, people to use for fishing and recreation, and that volunteer effort just became bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, people at the Merrimack.
1: You say Merrimack, and it like you you get a reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, to St. Charles, and I'm sure everybody, but for us out here in St. Chuck, it's a big deal.
0: So yeah, it, it eventually became known as Operation Clean Stream, and um, so it really involves the entire watershed from the headwaters. Um, you know, heading south in the state, all the way down to the confluence uh, with the Mississippi River, right. and um, we get out thousands of volunteers every summer um, because we're still cleaning up those tires oh, yeah. that were put oh, there yeah. in the '40s and '50s. They're still coming out of the banks and they're still ending up in our in our rivers and streams. Um, and cars (laughs) yeah oh yeah there's all kinds of stuff in there (laughs) yeah and um and then you know there's still still trash that you know gets accumulated just from your normal roadside irresponsible people yeah dump illegal dumping a lot of illegal dumping happens out in the watershed um but then i think in more recent times we've tried to pivot um, to also really getting people involved in the more, their, their backyard streams or backyard mm-hmm, creeks mm-hmm. that um, in many cases people aren't even aware that they're there or right. that, um, I mean, we have all these different veins of our creeks and streams um, in the St. Louis area and they all feed either the Merrimack River, mm-hmm. the Mississippi River or the Missouri River That's because, right. um, you know, where St. Louis is really the confluence of these big river systems. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this, um, this detention behind you out here. That feeds the Missouri River.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. We had to
1: trace it all the way back up, but that's where that goes. Is it feeds the Missouri? That's why we. Well, it's really cool. We collect all our water on this site, and we filter all the water on this oh, wow. site, and yeah. then we detain all the water on this site. And so we can detain here the first 48 hours of a 100-year storm wow. before we flow over into the public facility. Yeah. Because we're awesome. <laughs>
0: that is. Awesome. I know. But that's where it
1: goes. Goes the Missouri River. Right. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, we. Um, so then we try to, you know, we engage um, people of all ages, abilities, every, like, every summer. So Operation Cleansing takes place the 4th August. Mm, okay. First week- weekend in August. First weekend in August. 4th. Oh, fourth. the 4th. Excuse yes. me. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> um, my fault. And we organize for people to get out on the rivers and canoes. Um,
1: Straight up. So it's a full-on
0: flotilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, God. I love it. So you can get out on, on, on a canoe or by boat. <clears> we provide um, all those resources. But then you can also just go and and walk your creek and Mm -hmm. pick up trash in your creek um, as well. And we provide all the supplies um, for people to do that. We arrange for all of the trash disposal. Yeah, that was Um, my question. Yeah, so we arrange for um, different kind of disposal hubs throughout the region. And so um, that's where people can take their trash and, and tires and um, we arrange for the proper disposal of the tires. And every year through Operation Clean Stream, on average, we're removing about between one and two thousand tires. Wow! Um, and we take those, and they get shredded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, none of this is possible without our amazing volunteers. Right. Who, and right. many it's, of them, I would it's say, it's crowdsourced, them, man. Yeah, I love it. And the majority of them really do return year after year, mm-hmm. after year I bet. to do this work. I bet it's
1: and, a really great feeling to clean a yeah. creek.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's something that, uh, like I said, has been going on for over fifty years now.
1: God, that's so neat, man. Um, Stuff like that—that's all organic. It just, like, maybe there's hope.
0: I think there's hope. Yeah, I I mean, mean, when we see all the, you know, the young people out there, um, once they start, usually what we find is like once they start as a kid, they will keep doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, it kind of sets in their mind. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'll get their family. How does somebody
1: do it? How does somebody get involved (laughs) with it?
0: So, um, we do have, so every year, you know, this is a, an annual thing that we do every year. Um, we ask people to register for the event through our, and you can just do that through our website. All of our information, everything is always available on our website. And, um, I mean, once you get registered for something, then, you know, you're in our system, you'll Mm -hmm. get all the information about it and things like that. So it's not hard to to get involved. We should straight up do
1: it as a practice.
0: Yeah. I would love to. Do you know Um, where we should go? Quiver
1: We should go to Quiver <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
0: And we've actually... Um, Bro,
1: you know that's the best state part.
0: We just think it because it's in our backyard.
1: <laughs> no, well, when Dr. Fink and I were growing up, right out here in St. Peter's, you going to, to go Quiver there? Whatever, it was like going to Alaska, man, when yeah, we were well, little. Yeah. It was like, oh, like we're going to Quiver. You might not even come back. You might be bears. Still like, the same yeah, way. You know, the, little, <laughs> the poor young lady I married, her cattle ranch backs up to it. She literally is from that state park. She had never been there, except for when the animals would jump the fence and go in the park, and they'd go chase. <laughs> in the small world.
0: Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, sorry. Well, we've since recently added new uh, trash and river cleanup events um, at different points of the year as mm. well. So oh, okay. um, we the the operation clean stream typically happens in August because that's the best time to be canoeing the river is to be doing this work mm-hmm. because. Right. Um, the river levels are usually the lowest right. at that time of year. <laughs> that's right. So um, it's a lot easier. to like loose. like, where did that guy go? Yeah, so it's a lot <laughs> easier to get to the trash and uh-huh. debris in the rivers and creeks. Um, right. A lot of the creeks um, don't even have or only have water up to your ankles, yeah. you know, so it's that's easy right. to walk them and get the trash out that time of year.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea.
0: But we do have um, the River de Pere Trash Bash event oh. is in the fall, of every mm-hmm. year and that's more focused on um, St. Louis City area oh, okay. and a little bit out into the county where the River to Pear watershed flows so that's kind of like your your central corridor cleanup of like the Forest Park corridor and it does extend out into um, like Webster Groves um, the Oh whole okay. Deer Creek yeah. area is a big watershed out there that's part of that cleanup effort and then in the spring we focus on the Confluence Trash Bash, which is um, a cleanup of the Missouri River. Wow! So um, we are gearing up for that right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a big event. How many people yeah.
1: will you will you typically have for something that big, and how do you
0: yeah how, how do you even do attack that? that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. for um, for for Operation Clean Stream, we typically have about um, fifteen or sixteen hundred volunteers, oh. and then. For these trash across batches, the state
1: or where the-
0: for for that just that event we have that many people participating on that fourth weekend of August wow. event. Um That's awesome. Man. And then these trash bash events uh, have typically engaged around 500 people per event, and so yeah, we hope to keep those events haven't been going as long as Operation mm-hmm. Cleanstream. Right. So we're hoping you know to to keep building keep on those up. events, and we'll get you know we'll hopefully get to the same point that we are with Operation Cleanstream. Mm. I think it's just. People really like feeling good about doing something mm-hmm. good for, for the environment. Sure. Um, and we make it really easy, I think, for people yeah. to, to know yeah, That's to one That's Yeah, something to I know. wanted
1: to make sure we absolutely covered is how well you guys have transitioned digitally to, like, you want to clean something? We, here's what you do. I yeah. just think it's you've done a really great job. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we always provide um, lots of instructions to people. We have, like, signs out so it's not, you know, you don't get lost trying to figure mm-hmm. out where to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we always do pre-scouting, so that way people know what kind of site they're going to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, because there are different kind of, I guess, grading scales or levels of sites mm-hmm. um, from being like very easy worth, you know, that's good for young children through a little bit more, you know, moderate or difficult, mm-hmm. you know, terrain, um, whether there's oh, like so steep like creek. Ter- okay, yeah, because, yeah. you know, there could be s- steep creek banks oh, involved. Yeah. Um, or it could just be like a little walk in the park, you know. So we always get out there and, um, and and really make sure our volunteers know what to expect and know <laughs> right, <laughs> what they're we're, getting themselves we're into we're never see you um, because volunteer <laughs> safety is something that we are um, strive for right. uh, We want to make sure all of our volunteers are safe and don't get injured not that our, the things that we do are are like overly strenuous right. or whatever but right. um, but there's always a risk that comes with working in the outdoors right when you um, try to
1: collect a copperhead. Yes. <laughs> they get mad when yeah, you try to. The, yeah, yeah,
0: that this and yes, you're, you're you might encounter a snake yeah. Or, yeah. when you're doing this work. But that's okay. That,
1: like learning how to deal with that is super super important.
0: Yes, and we provide uh, training orientations for our volunteers and safety briefings and all this kind of you know good stuff. How many
1: how many times a year do people ask if you still suck out the poison? <laughs> Tell me you've heard that at least once from a question from a volunteer.
0: Yeah. I knew. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love it. Okay. Okay. What's passport to clean water?
0: So that's kind of our environmental education event that we've created to kind of go along with our river cleanup events. So um, it's kind of like a little festival where we get the day of the cleanup. Okay. We'll get you know a few, you know, a dozen or so. Um, Vendors from around the region. I say vendors. I don't, they're not selling anything. They're right. They're like, yeah. <laughs> donating information. Their
1: stuff for people that are there.
0: Well, no, they're um, they're more like organizations that offer environmental education opportunities. Mm-hmm. So activities for kids to do to learn oh, about okay. trash, to learn about okay. water quality, right, right, right. to learn about storm water. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's kind of like that kind of event. So we set up. They can set up a booth, and the kids can, or not just kids, but right. it's geared towards kids. Right. We tend to try to have activities for kids to do. But they can walk around and um, learn about their environment and learn about, um, you know, why it's important to do what, what we're doing. That is so cool. Um, and they get like a little, we call it passport because they get a passport yeah. and they get it stamped Stamps. for every booth. at the oh, cool. Who doesn't want that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Unless they're weird. Okay. All right. Um, thank, you for re- thank you for answering my questions. Yes. <laughs> I'll turn it over to Dr. Mauer now. He's much mellower. <laughs> so that was, uh, so Operation Clean Stream. Right. But you also have Operation Wildlands.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of a spin-off from our Operation Clean Stream because, like I said, Operation Clean Stream is very focused on like rivers and stream mm-hmm. cleanups, and so Operation Wildlands is more focused on the terrestrial side of things. So, um, stewarding our woodlands and our parks and things like that. We we work with a lot of uh, you know state parks or municipal parks or county parks um, because while they have management teams in place to 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 do work inside of these parks it's just it's so far there's so much work to be done at these parks um it's gotta be you know they can't keep up with Mm -hmm. it and so we really try to organize volunteer programs to um to try to step in and and help out where we can so um we primarily are focused on uh sort of like invasive species removal okay um honeysuckle yeah native thing (laughs) has got to die yeah. Now it is does. the
1: time of year to hunt honeysuckle too. It's a great time because is dead. Yeah, it's the only thing that's green.
0: Well, yeah, it'll start. The honeysuckle will start to green up in March, ahead of when everything else does. Right. So that's a great time to go after it because it's huh. really easy to identify. Yeah, we hunt
1: it. We hunt it down and eradicate.
0: What do you do? It. Do you just get all the root system and? There's a couple different ways you can go about um, combating it. So one way is um, we call it the cut and treat method. Mm-hmm. That's right. So um, you can just get out there with, um, you don't even need like, you know, fancy tools or anything. Right. You just get out there with a pair of loppers and you um, you try to hack the honeysuckle down as close to the ground as mm-hmm. possible. And then you want to paint that leftover stump with um, like an herbicide. So we, uh-huh. yeah, or Roundup. Yeah. Um, so, it and you, you so it doesn't it. grow back. So it doesn't grow back. Yeah. Cut it
1: down and you put deadly poison on it.
0: You are yeah. way excited about this. I hunt that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, up at the
1: ranch, it was all over. We've, we've begun combating it. We'll, what are some uh, other examples of invasive species that you... Uh, so, you
0: winter watch? creeper is another really prolific one that you'll find around um, the whole St. Louis area. So, that's like a... It's like a ground cover, but then it'll also grow up trees. Huh. And mm-hmm. so... Um, winter
1: creeper, it's called.
0: Yeah. Dang it. And so, we'll... we'll and that's... You, like there really summer. is no... The, I mean, we just get out there with our volunteers, and they're just hand pulling. Like it's, it's not. You're going down. Uh, it's, it's not, not glamorous. glamorous. So those ones that you
1: can see, like, totally take over a tree. They like, can. They, like can like a yeah, they can yeah. smother it. Yeah,
0: they can smother um, it. Ridiculous. And so, um, so yeah, that's another common invasive species. Um, and there's also different types of honeysuckle. There's like Japanese honeysuckle, mm. and there's bush honeysuckle. Oh my gosh. And um, you know the they that's a. And they're
1: all jerks. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. And then the idea behind removing the invasive species is, um, in many cases, there, there is like a native seed bank down in the ground. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have the opportunity to grow because the invasive species mm-hmm. are crowding it out so badly right. or shading it from sunlight and nutrients. Um, the idea is to that when you clear that out, then the, the, what's in the native seed bank has the chance to re-sprout. Absolutely. Um, but in other cases, um, we really have to go in and and do some replanting to kind of help yeah. you know, get that going as mm-hmm. well, um, particularly along stream banks. Because a lot of times, if you if you're taking out honeysuckle along a stream bank, that's also holding the stream bank in yeah, place. Yeah, man. And you can create erosion problems mm-hmm. if you're not going back in and and um, doing some replanting you of native species. Okay, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Do you
1: drill it at all, or you just broadcast it?
0: broadcasted, but then I, I will say another thing that we've been doing is um, doing stabilization with native willow plantings. Oh. So oh, willows yeah. are, you have you know, you have to be um, careful with willows. You have to plant, no, um, you don't want to plant too many because they can choke mm-hmm. things oh, yeah. out. But if you're using the right species and a native species, they do grow well along riverbanks so they can withstand a lot mm. of water, yeah. um, which is why what makes them good mm-hmm. and why they're found along these areas. Yeah. Willow is a
1: grass, isn't it? The no tree. A tree. I know tree. That it's a tree. A tree. Well, yeah. a there's another one. Yeah. There's another one. Yes. This is no our idea. one week area. <laughs> <laughs> we were so good, and then we, like, we were. She's like, like oh, no oh, uh, idiots.
0: You do no. I'm. <laughs> your knowledge. Uh, no, but the willow sticks. That kind of really is a little bit of the something. drilling because. Um, you can actually just create your own willow if you if you know of a healthy supply of willows growing mm-hmm. on your own property or we get permission from various parks departments to harvest willows from their properties oh um, okay I'm digging When it. they're dormant, we harvest. We cut. We just cut them, oh. and then you cut them into sort of um, twenty-inch stakes, so to speak, and then you can go and drill them into your. And just put them in your, the ground. Yeah. What? Wow, that is yeah. a great idea. And um yeah. and they'll they'll resprout on on their own. Huh. Um, we're
1: straight, straight up. We're straight up doing that. Yeah. So it's With a really great. Consent, um,
0: yeah, <laughs> <thing. laughs> that's the key thing. We do no, have permission we're get <laughs> <online>. <laughs> to do more. We've done that, have... though,
1: take honeysuckle out so vehemently that the bank is exposed. Yeah,
0: stuff. yeah. Like, my
1: kids will jump out of a four-wheeler. They see it honeysuckle. We're still moving. Like, they, they got to get it. Like, I mean,
0: probably yeah, and that. that's the thing we, we find often with our volunteers is um, especially like, the new, especially the new ones who who are just getting started with honeysuckle work. Once you work with honeysuckle, then you can't unsee it. That's right. Everywhere you go, mm-hmm. all you do is see get the mad. honeysuckle yeah. and get, get mad, mad at we it. We were doing yeah. a talk
1: down in Saint Charles, down in Saint Peter's, at the for the women's crisis shelter, and I was like, "What? What is this?" They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, you guys have a honeysuckle." They thought I was talking about a beetle. So I went back and I got all that honeysuckle out for them because I'm amazing.
0: Um, but just getting back to the Operation Wildlands question, so uh, we also do a lot of um, you know tree planting uh, within within the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for I know some some parks that we're working in, um, they have a lot of like open lawn area, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to kind of uh, bring nature back yeah, to some of those green spaces. It or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so we do a lot of um, native plant.
1: That's cool, man.
0: Um, Restoration work and and tree planting to try to bring nature back to some of these green spaces. Yeah, it's got a good vibe.
1: Mm. Now, uh, with Clean Stream, you know, there's that big event in August every year. Is it the same with Operation Wildlands? Is there one big event or is it a bunch of events throughout the year
0: it's a bunch of events throughout the year because mm. a lot of this work is very seasonal, seasonal for sure um, like we just sure. talked about the honeysuckle march is a really great time for well february and march is a great time to do that work and then the late fall is a great time to do that work too um But, so it just depends on kind of where we're working and what parks we're working on. Um, Right now, our OWLS events are focused on Castlewood State Park. Nice. um, And Crestwood Park. Oh, shoot, Crestwood Park. Yeah, so those are the kind of the municipality and state agency that that have asked for our support to help with the work that they are doing in their parks. And if,
1: let's say, someone wants to volunteer who's listening, on the website, does it list, like, the different locations that you're having these events?
0: Yeah, so our website always lists um, what our events are and where they are and the link to sign up to register to participate. And we do always encourage our volunteers to pre-register um, because oh all, yeah, all volunteers have to sign a waiver to participate in our right. event. So um, it's just easier to do that online and ahead of time. I mean, people can come to the event and sign the waiver at the event, but... Um, things just tend to go a little bit smoother. If yeah, you get people done. like
1: us that just get too pumped up.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I mean, we love we love people and so...
1: Um, <laughs> it's we <do>. so rowdy. <laughs> We're talking about environmental health. It just pumps just me getting, up. You're getting so rowdy. It's just right? the stewardship of it. I just I just really appreciate it. Do we need a timeout? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. I'm just pumped <laughs> up. I'm just pumped up. You're going to want a timeout when I sign our practice up for like nine events. <laughs> I'm going to go to their website. They'll be like, why is Dr. Fink's staff coming to 15? And we're like, all of a sudden, we're the stream team. <laughs> People have to come visit us to get treated, but we work. But they're working down of the stream today. Yeah, we just bring our tables. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, Sorry, Bonnie. We don't mean to scare
0: you. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, our, our OWLs events are... Mm-hmm. So Alice is our acronym, Operation Wildlands, Alice. Okay. okay. I was already <laughs> um, there. Yeah. We are gearing up for those to um, start in March. Yeah, so we're really, I guess we're really here for, um, you know, any kind of public land manager to, to come to us and say, we really need some mm-hmm. extra support with this, and we'll try to make, you know, make it happen. Huh. That's um, awesome, man. We're working this Saturday, this coming Saturday, actually, um, at the Young Conservation Area. So that's the Missouri Department of Conservation area. It's out in Eureka. Mm. Um, We actually helped uh, purchase a 70 acre addition to that conservation area in in 2020. Um, And Eureka's
1: got like tons of great parks now.
0: Yeah. And And, Six Flags. And so (laughs) now um, that addition that we helped purchase, it was kind of an old homestead. Um, Oh, shoot. And so there's a lot of. trash and debris that was yeah, left behind was. by the sort of generations of mm-hmm. landowners at that site sure so last year and now again this coming saturday we've been organizing cleanup events on that piece of property you got a
1: team of people with metal detectors <laughs> <laughs> you're need it yeah you're gonna find some old really good nails and stuff
0: last year we started and we found um last year i think we removed um, we moved two 40 yard dumpsters cubic yard dumpsters of trash from that property. Wow, wow. man, just um, full of old. Yeah.
1: And you always get that guy that like wants to keep everything. Like, oh, this is historic. You're like, yeah. no, Pete, that's from the '80s.
0: <laughs> so we're continuing that effort this coming Saturday in the hopes that um, once the property is you know fully cleaned up, then the the public will be able to access this new addition to the Young Conservation Area.
1: That's so cool. Do you <laughs> find your? Do you find? city managers and park people to be pretty receptive to this stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. They I would yeah. think,
1: right? Like they're oh, like, oh yeah. thank God, somebody wants to help us. It's
0: extra help, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And With they really know what you're yeah. doing. And they and and, and, <laughs> and, in, and in turn they help you know, we help them but they help mm-hmm. us because a lot I mean we can't do all this work without their support. I mean all these, you know, park managers things—they're providing equipment to help this happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, really? And like, you know, like MDC is providing the dumpsters for this, and and, oh, the, shoot. and last year we had like skid steers and backhoes to try mm-hmm. to get this stuff yeah. out. And then,
1: um, um, who gets to drive the backhoe?
0: <laughs> not the volunteers. So, unfortunately, if you think you're signing up to do that, Sorry, uh, buddy. you're not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but we do provide all at our volunteer events. We do provide all the tools that a volunteer will need, and you know, to the to do honeysuckle work, for instance, or whatever. You know, we're providing like the the loppers and pruners, and we, we use hand saws and mm-hmm. special oh, yeah. herbicide applicators that are very safe. I was going to ask about that. So how does yeah. it
1: work? You it just, just it's an inversion and a spray kind of a guy or what?
0: Um, Well, we when we we're working with volunteers, we actually have these things called weed wands.
1: Weed wands. It's it's just like a absolutely yeah, it's
0: just just like a tube that has a little sponge on the end. That's right. We pre-mix the herbicides, (laughs) so no volunteers have to worry about doing that. Um, So you you do
1: all the fun stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so it's just a really easy way to uh, apply the herbicide. That's awesome. Without um, having it affect too much around it. Right. Um, Because that's really important is the targeted application because you don't want it to accidentally kill everything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. kill things that you're not trying
1: to kill. Over the last couple of years, how have you noticed the uh, turnout for a lot of the events start to pick back up from the pandemic? Because um, in April of 2020, I think it was the first time you had to start canceling events because yes. people, it was public safety and all that so yeah
0: and that was really hard to yeah. do the summer kind of of 2020 um the, well, towards the end of summer we felt at that point it was okay to kind of start doing events again but we had to really pivot the way we did events so most of our events are you know engaging groups of volunteers mm-hmm. and sort right. of 20 to you know 40 people at an event right. or at one time um, but Operation CleanStream that August um, was the first time that we we called it a self-guided way of, of doing the event. So normally we would have a, a volunteer group leader who would be on site with a group of, like I said, 20 to 40 volunteers at, at a cleanup site um, or at a restoration site. And so that year we had to um, we didn't offer that model. Um, we actually expanded Clean stream to be a whole week-long event. And so people could could go out just within their own household or just right. as individuals and go to a cleanup location that we pre-scouted, pre-identified. Um, they could come to our... We actually set up um, supply distri- distribution hubs across the region mm-hmm. so people could go and get their supplies um, to do their, their cleanup. Awesome. So um, that's how we had to make that adaptation for um, Clean Sweep and Trash Bash in 2020. And we actually continued many of those adaptations into 2021 um but i guess in 2021 we were able to still offer groups again Mm -hmm. um but we still left the option to do like a self-guided individual cleanup for anyone that still wasn't comfortable doing something as a group Mm. um however we do think now all of our events are pretty covid safe for the most part because they are always outdoors plus you're the one place where people need to be right (laughs) getting sun
1: getting sunlight yeah and you're outside working you know yeah
0: and there's like, you're not really ever uh, working closely uh, right. of with, all the things next to other people. You're, yeah. you're pretty. You know, you're in the outdoors. Um, so awesome. you're getting fresh air. So it's actually a pretty good thing to be doing during yeah, this right. time. Yeah. you're literally yeah. hanging it's, out with the things the making oxygen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And um, you're and I think what's also great, like you know, I was a volunteer myself before I even started working for the Open Space Council. And what's great is um. You're doing a lot of physical work, but you don't even realize mm-hmm. it, and that's the best kind of physical work, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> because you're doing um, a lot of walking, um, lots, and the you know the advanced species removal. It can be a lot of. Um, I know you guys are chiropractors. It can be a lot of bending over. Yeah, and oh yeah, run. <laughs> we love it. And that always can are doing it properly. yes, good. exactly. And we we'll always fix do you afterwards. We, <laughs> yes. So not that our our work I would not say it's back breaking right. in any in any means, but um. But, you know, my arms, they can feel tired after oh, yeah. a morning of um, hacking honeysuckle or, um, you know, depending on, or, like, walking a creek, um, depending on the terrain, or rowing in a canoe, picking yeah. up trash. And depending, especially if you're, you know, if you're one of our, we have some really hardcore volunteers that are just, they're like, how many tires can I get this time? Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> like, I'm going par- to parachute into the, into the Marchway National Forest. You're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Yeah. Right. So yeah, we we'll um, be so yeah, it's you know you can get a workout depending right on um,
1: yeah you, know, you what make you're, it you get
0: what you in work.
1: exactly what you put into it yeah and I'm exactly. digging it. I am digging it so, okay awesome 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 um yeah so I ahead. know
0: you and I had kind of talked about two other things that you guys have going on the community stewardship alliance and the land trust program yeah, yeah the community stewardship mm-hmm. alliance is very similar to our owls program um, it's where we work with um, You know, in certain parks, however, the difference is that with the Community Search Alliance we're asking volunteers to sort of adapt a park and join join a team. That's cool. Yeah, and join a team that's forming at a park to do restoration work on an ongoing basis. So um, usually these events are sort of monthly events Mm -hmm. um, that volunteers can get stuck into. So that we're in a pilot year of the program. So mm-hmm. right now we're piloting, oh, okay. we're piloting it trying at... Trying
1: to th- judge that engagement. Kimberly. Yeah.
0: So we're piloting it at three St. Louis County parks right now. So St. Vincent Park, which okay. is in North St. Louis County. Creve Corps Park, mm. which is... Um, right. uh, we Madeline have so Heights. many
1: patients that go to that because it's yeah. on the other end of 364. Yeah. Just a ton of people.
0: Um, and then Lower Merrimack Park, which is South St. Oh, Louis County. Straight
1: up, the Lower um, Merrimack.
0: So we we have... um sort of these ambassadors who are the the site leaders at these parks and sort of in charge of these volunteer teams and um so we're like i said we're forming you know volunteer teams at each of these parks and they can really kind of get stuck in on a a regular basis with these the projects going on at these parks um And the projects are, you know, they they vary from, you know, there will always be invasive species removal. Unfortunately, that's just the way things go. Yeah,
1: because they're jerks.
0: Yeah, but we do a lot of um, tree planting at these parks, um, pollinator garden. Heck yeah,
1: man. Um, Now you're talking.
0: We do um, riverbank stabilization, stream cleanups. Um, So, you know, these, these parks have had these sort of environmental plans in place for a long time, just not the... The manpower manpower to see them come to life. So that's what we're trying to really establish um, at these parks. And then once the pilot phase is over, then we're you know we hope to grow the program throughout um, not not just St. Louis County parks, but Mm -hmm. um, other park you know systems in the region. And then what was the land trust program that you had? So that's I mean that's our our land conservation program that I talked about. Our land where we acquire help to acquire private lands. Um, get it
1: ready, then turn it over to a, a state or county or whatever, municipal park.
0: So, you know, that's that's how we're increasing the ability for people to get out and recreate in our nation. Yeah,
1: it's so cool. And what's what's your website?
0: So it's um, openspacestl.org.
1: Dot .org. It's, they're a dot .org as well. Yes. We're a dot .org. Yes. <laughs>
0: and It's like, important. Okay. And so yeah. jump on there because, like I said, um, actually our cleanup event at, at the Young Conservation Area this weekend is actually sold out. It's not sold out. It's oh. full. She just oh, did, uh, that's uh, awesome. Air, she just did air quotes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yes. She just did air quotes. There but you we, you know, we have more opportunities coming up. Um, the first being good of March. So March 4th and 5th, um, we're going to be doing willow staking along the Merrimack River. Oh, my God. That's oh, our, our thing. thing. Yes. That's lower, our new thing that's that we in like. Lower Merrimack Park. <laughs> Um, Down March So-co. 12th we'll be doing um, Honeysuckle Hack at Castlewood <laughs> State Park oh, we gotta
1: get all the chiropractors out there <laughs> Where's that we gotta call Logan it's a, Castlewood. It's a Castlewood. we gotta yeah. call Logan and be like get those residents thousands of
0: people yeah yeah <laughs> we've got March 26th we've got Honeysuckle Work at Crestwood Park mm. and then our Confluence Trash Bash which is our big cleanup event along the Missouri River right um, is April 5th through the 9th okay and you can fourth, just sign up for that days. all yeah. online,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I'm, I was worried about that. I'm glad to hear it's ahead of Turkey season.
0: And then we're going to be we, we pretty much add events weekly as we, yeah. as they get scheduled, right. um, because we still have events that are going to be scheduled for our you know our, our community Sorry, church alliance and... <laughs> locations. So Corps Park will have events coming up. Saint Vincent Park will have events coming up. So, yeah, um, I bet the
1: Creve Course House is pretty well attended. Yeah. That, that part's yeah. near and dear to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, they're on our website. And then when, you, when you're when you on our website, I also encourage people to sign up for our newsletter because that's how we send out our e-alerts yeah. about our volunteer opportunities. Um, Kim, then, I'm sure, has already signed us up. I don't know about you. Kim, don't have that. And then our, um, <laughs> our social media accounts always have our volunteer opportunities up as well. Oh, okay, cool. So our I'm sure know, we follow Facebook, those. Instagram. Mm-hmm. We do. Twitter, those things we yeah. always um, things. volunteer yeah. opportunities there too. Yeah, the awesome. only the only wholesome
1: information on Instagram is actually coming <laughs> from you guys right now and all us. Let's You go in, you're like, oh god, not today, guys. I'm not doing this today. I wish they could just have like a wholesome content only. You know, like, oh okay, let's look at all the park stuff. it's you can't. You don't know what you're gonna get. This is true. I'm not on. I don't <laughs> know. Oh, excuse uh, you're so cool. Okay, I'm on the, I'm on the Twitter though. Well, <laughs> Bonnie has survived. I have. Thank you very much. We um, you know, we you don't have to go far. It's not a stretch to talk about the benefits, the con- the concrete linear association between outside exercise every single day and increased health outcomes, decreased heart disease, you know, cardio cardio respiratory, all the other stuff that, that goes with it. It's right there. And there's no better way to spend outside time than getting a group of people that you love spending time with and going out and attacking Honeysuckle. Mm. It's just cool. It's just rewarding. And um, especially for those of us that grew up out here, you say names like Creve Corps or Lower Merrimack, like that means something to people. And be able to go back into these places that we enjoyed as children, tear out a bunch of tires and restake it with willows, that's about as wholesome as you can get. You know what I mean? Like that's really neat. So thank you. Your organization is just wonderful and I'm just so glad you took the time to come out here today thank you very much
0: thank you so much for having
1: me that was that was all information that entire hour it was yeah she's solid solid work solid work work. (laughs) we we enjoy a command of the facts And recall of those facts. I just think it's wonderful. So you did fantastic. Thank you, because we talk a little fast and get a little excited. So you should see it when we talk about bones. It's way worse. Okay, so for Bonnie Harper, for Dr. Brad Maurer, for Dr. Matt Fink, for Kimberly, I am Dr. Josh. And we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.